Hello, and welcome to Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. I'm Christina, your imperfect host, and today is a solo episode. I almost didn't want to do it. In fact, I'm still kind of on the fence about my ability to speak right now, so this should be interesting for y'all. It's been a week. Like, everyone I know has had a hard week. I don't know what it is. If it's something in the air, if it's like this time of year... But I don't know. I guess I'll just go right into it. My car is in the shop right now. Um, I think I mentioned it briefly last episode, but I ran over a curb and the bumper came off. And so I took it to the shop. No big deal. Shit happens. But like literally a few hours ago, I got word that it was a total loss and that they're offering me a settlement for it, (laughs) which I thought it was fine. Like it was still drivable. The bumper was just off. And so... I have that information swimming around in my head. I I have to deal with it, and I'm not good with cars. I haven't had a car since 2014. This is my first, like, adult car with a payment plan and everything, and so, of course, this happens. Luckily, I'm with family now that I don't live on the other side of the country, and so they're helping me out with rides, and my amazing partner, obviously, has been helping me out a lot. But yeah, currently, I'm driving my mom's white minivan, very glamorous, very speedy. It's actually really nice. Like my car is a Mazda 5 and I I guess I should say was now. Rest in peace, Mazda 5. I barely knew thee. Anyway, it it felt like I was driving a (laughs) go-kart. It was so tiny and like got whipped around on the highway. And so this one that I'm driving now is like a tank. And I've been driving it for like a week and a half and I'm barely used up half a tank of gas. So... It could definitely be a lot worse. I know I have a lot of support, but I still don't want to go through it. It it feels like no matter what I do, these kind of things always happen to me. I'm just going to be a little whiny bitch for a second. I I talk a lot about growing up in crisis mode and feeling like if your life isn't upside down, then you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I talk a lot about being good at putting out fires and all that stuff, but when it comes down to it, I'm just really tired and I just don't want things to happen anymore. I just want to have a boring month. You know what I mean? I just want to have a boring month where I get paid and I pay my bills and I go to sleep by 11 and nothing insane happens. But I guess I wouldn't be me if that were the case. I'm just gonna lie down here. I hope the audio is okay. I'm literally just lying down on my sister's bed right now because she was gracious enough to let me record in here. That's the vibe, honestly. I have just come out of a conversation with two other podcasters that I love, uh, Steph and Lex of Chasing Childhood. We did an interview together that I'll publish next week, and it was really fun. So I'm kind of just... I don't want to say recovering from that because it was amazing, but I only have so much energy to deal with people, even if it's people that I love and even if it's a great conversation. I still feel like I got to decompress a little bit after having any sort of human interaction. So I don't know. I'm just really tired. And it it got me thinking a lot about um, the expectations I put on myself because when I told my family about my car being totaled, 
Um, the thing that they all kept saying was, it's okay. This stuff happens to everyone. Car problems are just a part of life. You'll be okay. You might have to drive around a sketchy car for a while, but it happens. It's fine. And it was really hard for me to find comfort in that because I think I put a lot of expectations on myself to, I guess, be better than normal. And that sounds really bad, but like growing up struggling all the time, I just... I don't know. I know it's a part of life, but I don't want it to be. And so I'm trying to get out of it. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. Honestly, it's hard for me to talk about this stuff because I'm still in the middle of it. And I feel like by talking about it, it makes it more real. And that means I'll have to follow up. And I don't know if I want to follow up because what if it gets worse? And... I just can't handle the vulnerability and the accountability and the embarrassment and the the energy that it takes to keep people updated and, and all that stuff. I just get tired just talking about it. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to be vulnerable and to be accountable. Um, but also, maybe some things should just sit for a while like it's hard for me to sit with my feelings it's hard for me to let my feelings be long enough to sit with them like when I have uncomfortable feelings like I'm having now my first impulse is to just get rid of them or distract myself from them like people were giving me so much advice earlier um a bunch of people in my family were at my parents' house for lunch and everyone was giving me advice about my car and I I straight up said, you know, I love you all, but I don't know if I can handle advice right now. I just, I can't do anything about it till Monday anyway, so I'm just gonna, like, just distract me. Like, I don't know, I really miss alcohol right now, to be honest. I miss being able to escape these feelings just whenever I want and have it be socially acceptable and even encouraged. That's the hard thing about being sober, I think, is that you realize how little capability you have to deal with things on your own. I mean, in this case, I'm talking about alcohol, but really I'm talking about any sort of toxic coping mechanism. Like, for the longest time, I used self-injury to cope with negative feelings, like literally creating a physical problem to deal with rather than focusing on the the festering wound in my mind. And then later, of course, it was an eating disorder um, that I still struggle with to this day. Not as much, thankfully. I do consider myself in recovery and it gets easier every day, but every now and then something like this happens and it's like no progress has been made. I just revert back to my old self and even if I'm able to stop myself physically from doing the bad thing, I still can't stop thinking about it. And that's What's discouraging to me is just wondering, am I always going to deal with this? Am I always going to feel this way? Like, will I be 60 years years old someday and get bad news and just be thinking about getting high? I think I just need to be easier on myself. Um, But that's really hard. So I guess my goal for today's episode is just to be honest and vulnerable and just have a moment to sit with my feelings and just 
say what's on my mind. So what's on my mind is just exhaustion. I'm so tired of bettering myself, honestly. I'm tired of being responsible. I'm tired of being healthy. I want to isolate. I want to get high. I just want to not have to think about all this. And my mind was going back to all the other times in life that I felt like this. So when I got the news that my car was totaled, my first thought was disbelief. Like, I had no idea the car was that bad. How can this be happening to me? I just got the car. I'm still making payments on it. It's a nice car. How can this be happening? And in some ways, it was my worst fear. Not having transportation, not having a way to get to work, owing thousands of dollars. It's just a nightmare. And it got me thinking to some of the way that I've handled fears like that in the past and how those fears have changed over the years. Since this is a solo episode, I'm going to be reading an old journal entry from October 7th, 2012. And when I wrote it, I was on the verge of dropping out of the private Christian school in Oklahoma that I went to at the time. It was my junior year and I was really, really unhappy. I was in a bad relationship. I was still trying to be a Christian, but it was obvious that I was losing my faith, but I didn't want to accept it at the time because it's scary. Realizing who you are and what you believe can be scary. Any sort of change is just terrifying, but a lot of changes were happening and I didn't think I was ready to face them. And so, well, okay, I'm just going to read it and we'll talk about it after. So, Sunday, 7th October, 2012. Right now, I'm having to make a huge decision whether or not to stay at school. If I transfer, I would be in an area I love, studying in a field I love, with people I love. So why don't I just do it? The answer is fear. Even though I complain about this school all the time, even though I'm not learning anything, even though I'm miserable, I haven't done anything toward change because it's scary. I was thinking earlier about my greatest fears. Missing a flight, making a fool of myself in public, having a leadership role, accountability. The thing is, I've done all those things and I'm a stronger person because of it. What if I had let fear paralyze me when I found myself in those situations? I wouldn't be where I am today, nor would I be the same person. Because I embraced my worst nightmare, I survived. If I go through with this transfer, it'll be the hardest thing I've ever done, at least initially, but the payback will be more than worth it. I'm tired of letting fear hold me back. Life's about taking chances. Okay, so you can see that there are a lot of parallels to me 10 years ago and me now. I did end up dropping out of that school and I did not end up transferring to the other school for a multitude of reasons, mostly financial. It ended up working out, but when I read this, things that I think are my biggest fear have happened to me and yes, I am stronger because of them. But I also see a lot of pressure in the way I write, like life's about taking chances, you know, the just do it mentality. I don't think I was giving myself enough grace back then, and I definitely don't think I'm giving myself enough grace now. Um, But I want to read the next entry because it's pretty funny. So Thursday, 18th October, 2012. 
I can't shake this horrible feeling off my stomach that I am screwing everything completely. My world is turning upside down and I'm the only one in charge. What will happen if I make a wrong choice? Fear claws at my heart. I feel sick with worry and I'm so very tired. For the first time in my life, I have to be an adult. Nobody's going to run my life for me. This is in turns liberating and terrifying. It's all too easy to become bitter about my situation. I compare myself to peers who have amazing jobs or apartments paid for by their parents because I can never have the things they have or not yet. I feel sorry for myself. (laughs) The fact is I need to grow the fuck up. I need to accept the challenge and grab life by the balls. This is my journey and I travel it at my own pace. Who's to say that I'm a failure? Only me. Um, sorry, the reason I was laughing while reading that is because it's so cringy the way I write about like grabbing life by the balls. Like it's obvious I'm trying to pump myself up. But also, yes, I do believe that no one's gonna give as much of a shit about you as you, and that ultimately you're the only one that can change. Like you have to be ready to change. You have to be ready to step into an uncomfortable situation. Um, but at the same time, sometimes you don't have control of that stuff. It it sounds like I'm almost blaming myself for feeling bitter and for being scared. But also, I mean, look at the way I grew up. There was a lot of trauma and insecurities, and I didn't have a lot of the privileges that, you know, other friends have. Uh, I also have a lot of privileges that they might not have had. Like, ultimately, comparing yourself to others is not conducive to growth. Sometimes it can offer perspective, but I don't know. I read that and I feel pride because I have grown a lot. I do take chances. <laughs> chances. I do take a lot of chances now. And I kind of have taken hold of my own destiny, if you will. Uh, I've made a lot of choices in the last few years, some of which were questionable, but all of which led to growth. Um, I will say this about myself. I'm fucking amazing at growing. <laughs> I look at weeks like the ones I just have and call them character development weeks. I I literally said the same thing in a recent episode. I feel like I'm repeating myself here, but my character is just constantly developing and it's not fun, but uh, makes for good content, right? But I guess tying it back to this whole car situation, ultimately, it doesn't matter, right? Like it will pass. I might be broke for a while. I might have to struggle to find transportation, but in the end, it's a car. I I have my health. I have people who love me, and that's more than a lot of people have. Again, making comparisons isn't always healthy, but I, I do look around at other people who don't have these things, and it really does help bring me some perspective. I'm so unbelievably fortunate to be here Uh, in the same state as my family and to be on good terms with my family. That hasn't always been the case. I just spent um, an hour and a half talking to Steph and Lex of the Chasing Childhood podcast. It's going to come out next week, uh, the episode I recorded with them. Super excited about it. But we talked about our fucked up childhoods and intergenerational trauma and how they literally had to move to separate states to start healing. And obviously I can relate to that but not everyone can do that. And I I think it's easy to, to say, I did this and it helped me. And so you need to do it too. But everyone is so different and you're never going to completely know what's best for someone else. 
I think I do kind of know what's best for myself at this point. Like, I might really want to pick up a drink and step outside of my body for a few hours and just have fun, but I know it's not good for me. I know where that road will lead. And yes, that's not to say (laughs) I don't still make that mistake, not with alcohol, but other stuff. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has those days. (laughs) Sorry. I'm at the point of tiredness now where I'm just saying whatever comes to my mind and apparently that's Hannah Montana. Don't judge me. Uh, Just kidding. You can judge me a little for that. But yeah, I I think the, the thing I wrote at the very end of that second entry, who's to say I'm a failure, only me. I think that's really interesting because sometimes I do feel like a failure. I haven't necessarily done what I wanted to or what I thought I wanted to. I am behind financially and career-wise when it comes to, again, where I thought I'd be. If I'm comparing myself to other people, definitely I I see myself as behind. But that's the thing. I'm calling myself a failure or at least saying I feel like a failure. But literally no one else in my life is saying that. My, My parents would never call me a failure. My siblings wouldn't. I have people who look up to me. I have people who want to be like me, which is just even saying it out loud, I feel super conceited. (laughs) But it's true. I've worked really hard and gone through a lot of really shitty things to be where I am now, and I'm still growing. And rather than see that as a bad thing, I think I'm starting to see it as a good thing. Like, thank God I'm not at the finish line yet. I can still grow. Um, The finish line, obviously, being death literally we never stop growing and that's such a relief like what are we trying to prove to ourselves like what are we trying to do reach perfection i don't know i feel like i'm saying a lot of hot takes right now that aren't really heart takes hot heart takes hot takes god i swear i'm completely sober right now just sleep deprived uh but yeah if you listened to last week's episode with my friend eileen win First of all, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. I was going to have them read a poem for the episode, but um, as always, I kind of asked last minute and they didn't have time. That's completely my fault. But um, in the last week, I've been looking up some of their poems and really beautiful, by the way. You should Google them. Uh, Eileen Wynn, W-I-N-N, Poetry. You can find their work. But this particular one called To Have Faith in Troublesome Bounty was published uh, July of 2020 uh, on Blood Orange. And I really connected to it because it talks a lot about being placed in a situation that might not be ideal, but just kind of growing where you're planted and embracing the imperfection, which is kind of where I feel myself right now in this moment. So... I'm going to end this solo episode by reading this poem and yeah, go back and listen to last week's episode to hear more from them. Okay, so this poem is To Have Faith in Troublesome Bounty by Eileen Wen. Drop the plum pit through the dark from the second floor balcony, aiming for the dirt you tend but can't see in the night. You are magic. In the morning, it is half planted and proof of your true aim, potential seed displayed where it may someday fruit. And if not, still evidence that your farmer's intuition has not failed you. There is only so much dirt in the city, and much like me, fruit trees are particular before they are sweet. 
there is no plot, really, here for a tree or time for us to tend it. Only winter can care for this resting plant, but by plums we have infinite pits and faith enough for all of them. That was by Eileen Wynn. Um, I really encourage you to go Google them and read more of their work and listen to last week's episode, uh, episode 69, Me Search Microwaves and Misery, to hear more about their life. And yeah, that's it. (laughs) I'll see y'all next week with another guest interview. I hope you are able to go easy on yourselves if you're having a rough week, if you're having a rough month, a rough year, a rough life. Just remember that fruit does not come overnight, and even if you don't get any fruit, there's going to be pits, and fruit pits have potential life within them, and I think that's just beautiful. All right, I love y'all, and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Hello, friends. It's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today, or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.